Well, it's a goofy one. <clears throat> it's a wild one. It's a roller coaster thrill ride of the summer. It's the whole. It's how it's going to go down in the future. I get David Archuleta a deal here, a Christmas deal, five five years. Well, here we are, Monday, July 25th, 10.23 a.m. market time. The S&P 500 right now is at 39.58, down about three points. Today's open was 39.65.72, with a high today of 39.72.58. We are about 39.71.58. We are about 12 points away from the high today. Today's low, 39.51.94 about eight points away from that and the previous close 3961 63 is blue podcast uh do i think it's gonna sink yeah you guys know or i already know what i'm what i think i think strategically though it's probably too soon do not get in yet which which probably means which translates into get in right now yeah now's probably the time it's 10 24 a.m market time 39.60, down one and a half points. We can't take it anymore, we're leaving. No, really, we are leaving. Yeah, we got things to do. Places to go. Yeah, not really. I just don't want to stay inside all day. I'm looking at those numbers. That's a... I don't know. Opportunities gone, you know. If only I could just be a little bit more patient. Well, anyway, when we left today, right now it's 10:25 a.m. market time. When we left, it was down one and a half points. Yeah. Well, I think probably the last 90 minutes is probably where the action is. So if you can hold out to the last 90 minutes, um, that's probably when you're going to see a drippity droppy. But until then, it's going to be tug of war probably. A doji in the last 90 minutes to let it drop and then I buy it all back tomorrow and just go from there like keep doing it that way man what a ripoff yeah well it gives me a chance to uh, really pursue my Google local guides profession career oh yeah Google local guides yeah damn it but while we're here, I mean, you know, might as well get a picture of this little bakery that we have. I mean, while we're here, might as well. I mean, <laughs> I mean, why something like that? No. I'm just trying to find the right photo that works, you know? Oh, there's too much glare. It's like J.J. Abrams over here. That's cool. That'll work. Oh yeah, totally. Then we'll do another, oh wait, hang on. Does it say, yeah, let me take a photo of it an hour. Yeah. Hey, at least you guys are with me for this 
Google local guides. Oh, what a crap podcast. What a crap episode. Yeah, at least at least there, you, you guys are all with me, sure. Okay, all right, that's enough photos. That's enough photos. What are, are you doing a podcast or are you doing Google local guides? We'll see if we got the, uh, the crosswalk we did. That's what, that's what you gotta do. It's a race against time sometimes. Don't put your head down in a crosswalk either. Should I take one from across the street? Yeah, let's do it from across the street. All right. Just another Google review on local guides. I'm a local guide. I'm a level four local guide on Google. Yeah. What do I do for a living? Well, I am a certified optician by the American Board of Opticianry. So, like, I, I could pursue that as a career. However, at the moment, I'm a uh, sales. I'm in sales for Sarcos uh, and SC DuPont lighters. I'm in sales. Ah, uh, just kidding. Um, no, I'm actually, I don't have a job right now. No, I'm not patient enough for, uh, to, to trade anymore, and I lack the discipline to start trading. And, well, you know, but I'm a, I'm a local guide. I'm on Google Local Guides. I'm a level four. I mean, that says something. I, I think it says something about a person if they're a Google Local Guide. It, it shows that they have a work ethic and integrity Great, there's some deer over here. We're over at the Shire now. There's some deer over there. No, it looks like one of them's too scared to go across the creek. Yeah, Bambi is too scared to cross the, the stream. No, there it goes. All right, cool. Good. Um, last night we were talking about skateboarding and we're talking about what, what, I'm, what I'm riding right now. And so I, I broke it all down, but I don't know if we're gonna use that I don't know if we're going to use that segment as one of the segments. It certainly would have been better to replace this segment with one of those segments. But, you know. So it was down to point and a half when we left. I mean, really what I should do is start a whole new recording, but I don't... But we're not going to. We're going to power through it and we're going to... Yeah, I got a message from Verizon saying my phone is completely off now and there's no messages or texts. There's no anything. So here we are at the Shire. The grass is all dead and dry. It's a um, fire hazard waiting to happen. Could one actually live out here? Eh. So that's what we were up to last night. Yeah, so yeah, it's a Chris Cole deck. Um, it's probably from 2009. It's a Grim Reaper. Chris Cole, Grim, Grim Reaper. Venture trucks, Swiss ceramic. Swiss bearings, Pell Swiss, and I think zero wheels, venture truck, zero wheels. I usually get white dodos, but uh, this time I didn't. Like they're really stiff, but once you break them in, the white dodos are the best. Breaking them in though is kind of a pain in the neck. I mean, it takes a couple of days, but yeah, to get them just right, it takes a little while. But once you get them right, it's good. Thanks for tuning in to this special skateboarding edition of, hey, we got in the markets too soon. 
We missed it again. Way to go with being patient. Skating edition tricks. Well, Lord, I haven't seen Nigel Houston skate in any of the recent competitions, but a while ago, I was kind of like, yeah, he's probably the best skater. There's no denying. Hold on a minute. I mean, they kind of look like cops, but they kind of didn't look like cops. I bet, I bet you they're like military police or something. But the way that Lordy was describing Nigel's Houston, <laughs> Nigel's style um, from watching some of the competitions yesterday, he was saying it's rude. He lands really rude, rudely. Because it's not on purpose. It's not whatever. Like, but it's it's he, he's rude about it. I don't think I've ever really heard that, but I, I can, yeah, I can, I can dig it. Cause he's like a power skater, a technical skater. Like he's a giant freaking huge rail skater. Those rails in real life look impossible. They look impossible. Like I've never seen El Toro, but I can only imagine in real life, it would just, it looks huge on, the screen and everything is much smaller on the screen instead of in person. It's huge when, I don't know, man, <laughs> I don't know. He's skating some pretty gnarly rails and he's landing some pretty difficult tricks down these rails. <laughs> Probably the most difficult tricks down these rails. But that's gotta feel good, man, to go skating um against a bunch of like the best people and to compete like that and just to freaking nail everything and everything's all smooth land it perfectly here comes the helicopter all right they're trying to condition society to get used to the sound of it so doing a lot more drills i guess it seems like Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that I am. I mean, it, de it depends on time frames, right? So, I mean, I could say like the next 20 years, I'm like, oh, that's a cop-out. You can't do that. Uh, war is going to happen uh, between now and uh, the next two decades. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the second segment. I apologize for the first segment. It's a little bit here. It's a little bit hither and thither. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and reel it in here on the second segment. Um, let's all be patient with each other. Let's be nice to each other. Now, where was I? Well, he's a good skater. He's probably he arguably the best skater, most versatile skater. Big technical style, freaking style. He's. Dude, he's like the best skater. <laughs> That's it, man. I haven't seen him skate in a while. I think and my favorites were always just the, yeah, everyone else is the favorites. But Nigel Houston is on a different level and taking, he's taking skateboarding. It takes a long time to land those tricks on just flat ground, let alone a rail. And he's doing them like back to back and... 
Doesn't even look like he's trying. It's gotta feel good. It's gotta feel really good, man. It's gotta feel really good. Well, did I ever, I'm sure I did. You guys wanna hear about it? Might as well, it's Monday morning. Markets are probably, how much are they down now? 11 and a half? It's 10.54 a.m. market time. We don't have any sort of internet connection out here. It's a, we're on a nature walk and we decided to go ahead and, yeah, we'll go ahead and roll it, you know? The red light's on, standing room only. But we got those natural sounds over here at the creek. And then you have the sounds of the traffic behind me. Um, the birds are chirping about. And I start talking about skateboarding. What do you guys want to talk about? It's Chris Cole, 2009, the Grim Reaper. And I said it's, it's kind of the quintessential Grim Reaper sketch. Don't worry, it's gonna be the cover art, you'll see it. A piece of tape, I think I went on about in length about that last night. We're just not gonna publish last night's episode, but I don't think, I know, I know you guys. It's all right, we'll get some sort of premium subscription and then you guys can sign up and you guys can pay all sorts of money for the B-sides. And they're, they're even worse than these episodes are, they're just freaking more, more boring more aimless so i've got to check my email today i know i've got to be in a, i've got to do some adulting today yeah i have to check my email today and i'm pretty sure i know what it's going to say or i know what it says and i was just kind of sad about it last night and i was like melancholy and give me, give me a freaking beer right now because I'm probably going to leave most of this stuff behind. Like, it's... Most of the stuff is going to have to just go... Get forgotten about. Just on my computer, that's it. Gotta go. Can I just tell you how much I hate bugs? At least this mist of... 99.999% pure isopropyl alcohol is keeping the bugs away. Let me disinfect this one. Well, I don't remember his name, but we just had a little accident. No, I'm fine. It's just we spilled some beer. It wasn't that bad of an accident, but it was still an accident. Well, so we went over... Nigel Houston being the best skateboarder. And it's at least... I mean, if you break it down, he's the best skate skateboarder of all time, right? He's the best skateboarder of all time. Like, because there's not anyone better right now. And, which means, yeah, of the whole time, until someone's better. But there's not anyone better than he's like, I don't know, he's, the kid can skate, man, he's so good. I think Etienne Girard, isn't it? Uh, Etienne from France, from Lyon, France. He looks like, His style's so good, and he's like a like a like a really powerful skater, um, and he's always landing stuff like perfect too. Like it's 18 Gerard, right, from Lyon, France. There's that set of stairs that he's trying in France, I think, wherever it was. And there's this big what marble set of stairs. It's huge. 
There's just like a crowd watching them because it's massive. Like, how could you not watch? Um, that's what they used to do back in the day, like a tightrope type rope walk across skyscrapers. Yeah, you had to watch. It's hard stuff, man. Well, anyway, there's skateboarding. France, Leon France. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. Now what do you guys want to talk about? Have we done two segments or one segment? Is this the second? This is the second segment, right? Well, we're just going to pretend that it is. We're going to have to go with it. Whatever, and I, I've posed this question before. Whatever happened to Fantasia Marino? American Idol winner Fantasia Marino. We used to sing, It's summertime. She was pretty good. She won American Idol, but where'd she go? What happened to her? Where's Fantasia? All right, Nija, France, and then Fantasia Marino's summertime song. Check. Dude, they made a movie out of, they made a movie, man, out of American Idol. It's called From Justin to Kelly. The Justin Guarini, I think his name was, right? See, man, I know pop culture. Dude, I know all about pop culture. Ask me anything. Ask me something about Gilligan's Island. Ask me something about Saved by the Bell. Well, if you didn't, who would win a fight, Zack or Slater? Well, if you, if you didn't ever watch the fight between Zack and Slater, like, Zack pretty much took him out. Have I, can I just reiterate how much I hate bugs? But everybody knows Kelly Clarkson was a, was a better performer. Maybe not necessarily a better singer, but she was a better performer and she deserved to win American Idol. She deserved to be America's Idol. Yeah, there was the movie and yeah, it was a, you know, close race, close vote call. I mean, there's Ruben and Clay Aiken. There's that one, remember that? And when the news broke, there was a lot of heartbroken uh, girls at BYU at the time. They were like, no, no, not clean. But then David Archuleta came along. Did I ever tell you guys about the time I saw David Archuleta uh, at Temple Square once on a Monday? David Archuleta has like such a unique smooth voice he can sing dude david archuleta can sing and he's a good person too he, he might be a little bit shy but he's a good person overall i mean he's a good person still if he's shy or not well i told you guys about sharon stone and it's michelle pfeiffer in coolio correction you know i tried i tried to clear the air and end up making it worse no, Michelle Pfeiffer was Coolio, Gangster's Paradise. Um, case closed. But we can talk about when I ran into David Archuleta at Temple Square, downtown Salt Lake City, Utah. It was a Monday, it must have been, oh, this was about 10 years ago, probably. No, nine years ago. No, eight years ago. This was eight years ago, yeah. 
and again, I used to be a choir boy. I used to be really into it, and I would. Yeah, there, there it was. I'd go on. I'd go to the temple. So I have. I mean, I have Mormon roots, big time, bigly, bigly. And so I used to go to the temple, and when I did, I would go on Monday. It was a Salt Lake City temple. I think this is the third segment, so I think we're good. The first segment is so freaking, what, what a waste, I'm like taking pictures and stuff. I'm just gonna do lo Google local guides. I'm a local guide for Google as a full-time job. It doesn't pay anything. I think there's some, there's some sort of high demand for socks. Everyone wants the Google socks for Google local guides. Um, I haven't seen them. I don't know what they look like. Everyone wants them. I, no, I do too. Yeah, I want the socks. That's what I'm after. I'm just waiting for the socks. And I read a few people that are like, they're cheap socks and they're cheap socks. It's like, I doubt that they're cheap socks. It's just, you know, the review, you know how the reviews go. I'm not one of those people that just had a bad day. I'm going to write a bad review just because it didn't, yeah, too picky. The socks... It's not merino, it's not true merino wool because true merino wool comes from Kobe beef. And that, that's not true Kobe beef unless it comes from, and it has, it has to be in the mountains, these specific mountains otherwise. I don't want this hamburger anymore, but I, I don't, I want a refund. We're going to In-N-Out instead. I don't want this Kobe beef burger. Some people are gonna leave bad reviews and that's just kind of how they are. It's like Kobe beef burger is not good enough for them. It's not true Kobe beef. It's like off by a hundred yards. Yeah, the cattle was raised a hundred yards away. Okay, well you go have fun in In-N-Out. Go grab the plate and start eating it. Like dude, no, I'll, I'll eat this Kobe beef burger. Shit. But some people leave bad reviews and it's, you just have to kind of gloss over them just accept that there's a couple of those people out there and there always will be just part of the problem and not part of the solution we need more participants for part of the solution and not part of the problem all right now what do you guys want to talk about uh we clay Aiken, we covered that oh yeah david archuleta so i'm i'm in the temple and I didn't even know. I didn't even know. And I, I get out and I was like, hey, how's it going? I, I knew this girl that worked there. And so I was talking to her. Hey, how's it going? Um, you know, see you later. And she goes, did you see David Archuleta? Did you just get David? Do you know why you guys were late? I was like, what? And it's in the temple, so we have to be reverent. And she goes, do you guys know why you were... She's like all excited. You guys know why you were late starting... Why, why you started late? It's like, I don't know why we started late. It started... It did start late. Just got out. She's like, David Archuleta. I was like, where? Where's he at? She's like, no, I wanted David Archuleta's sleeping bag for Christmas. 
They make them, I guess. I think they made, at one point, they made David Archuleta sleeping bags. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. Someone made them. A, some, a mom out there made them in Logan, Utah. What, what did he sing in American Idol? He didn't win, though, anyways. But he has a great voice. Um, she was all excited. And I was looking around for him. Where's David Archuleta at? I didn't see him. And so I was just like, look, I have to go because we started late. I guess apparently because David Archuleta had to... But that's okay. That's okay. And as I'm getting ready to cross Main Street, on the corner of Main Street, where I was just trying to keep it in line, say you want to move on, say I'm falling behind. I did a double take. Because I, I was like, dude, who's this like skinny little freaking scrawny weakling over here next to the, the traffic light? And I was like, let me just remind him to push the button. And I was like, hey, geek, could you push the button? And then I did a double take and I was like, whoa, I, sorry, David. I didn't mean to call, I didn't mean to call you a geek like that. No, but he was, he was postured up. He was going to fight me. I know. Right there. On Temple Square, on the corner of Main Street. We're just trying to keep it in line. I was like, all right, hey, Archie. I was like, you got to relax. Because, because you're not going to beat me. I'm too, we're right in front of the temple. Now look, let me give this homeless person a couple dollars. Because no one else will. And... Let's talk about that sleeping bag. What were the royal... Where did he go on? He went on a mission, even. He went on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, I'm going to... I have to default to Chile. But something's telling me it might have been... Um, it was somewhere in Central America, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Guatemala? No, maybe? Well, he, he gave up fame and fortune to spread the gospel. And you know, you have to admire that. Regardless of whether or not what you think of, of any religion, really, um, you have to admire that. Someone who, who's going to... You can't just sit around texting when you go on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I think you can call your parents like, you can call your mom on Mother's Day and Christmas. I don't, it's probably changed now, but at the time, if you're a superstar and you have, they're making sleeping bags, David Archuleta's sleeping bags, you're starting to try to fight somebody on the corner of Main Street and Temple Square right after getting out of the temple. It's like, what's really going on? Look, I, I really like that Elevator song. I think it's a fun song. And I think it's, I think the Elevator song, David Art, go look it up. You're not, you, I don't have to do it all for you. I don't have to put a link in the unlike and subdue down below. I don't have to do that. You guys can look it up. David Archuleta Elevator. Type it in. I think that song highlights 
David Archuleta's range quite well. And it's not, it's not, I guess, a technical song, but still, you get that, you get, if you've heard Elevator, then you've heard every single David Archuleta song. There, I said it. Well, he was trying to fight me on the Main Street and Temple Square. Like, we're right there. And it's like, underneath the, the Golden Eagle. No, the, the Eagle that's up there, that... No, it wasn't over there. It was actually right across from the um, conference center. Yeah. We're trying to cross toward the conference center, and I was like, whoa. Hey, geek, you want to push the button? He's all frantically trying to push the button. I was like, oh, sorry, David Archuleta. But then, yeah, something snapped, and he was trying to fight me. I had to calm him down. I had to reassure him, like, you know I'll be able to take you, right? You know what you're trying to do is completely futile right now. So let's just put our fists down. It's a good song, and it does really kind of highlight his entire range. Um, that's not a bad thing. I think it's an excellent thing. If you can have a song that showcases and catalogs your entire repertoire, then do it. You know, I said it wasn't that technical of a song, but he does hit some, like, falsettos that are... So maybe it is a little bit more technical than I thought Elevator Song is. Because he, he can drift into a falsetto without it shifting, really. It's like he has microtones. He has that, that much control of his voice. Kind of like a fretless bass or like someone sliding on a violin. Or even like, a, yeah, a guitar too. But like, if it's too sharp, it'll crack kind of and it's noticeable. But he has a way to just right into the falsetto. David Archuleta went on a mission, man. He gave it all up. Oh, man, he could sell out. He could sell out so many shows here, like every single night. Um, Chris, easily for every Christmas. Hey, David Archuleta, I'm, when I'm done trying to coordinate with Lana Del Rey's people, and then um, trying to also remain friends with uh, Marina and the Diamonds people. If I have enough time, what do you say we, we start to put together some contracts for, I don't know, what about five seasons, five Christmas seasons at the conference center? Let's do it. Five years in a row, just sign here. It's the David Archuleta Salt Lake City Christmas special. Sign here. Here's the bonus, here's the cash. Sign there, initial here. Get the, get him the cash. Here's your check too. And sign here too. Um, if you don't mind, I'm not trying to do a little bait and switch on you, David, but is it cool if the Mormon Tabernacle Choir is harmonizing with you? You're, you're okay with that? Excellent. Initial here. What about Sarcos? You ever heard of Sarcos robots before? Okay, well, we'll just hold that. Okay, don't sign those yet. Don't sign those just yet. I need to show you a few things. 
Um, but we'll wait till we're done signing all these paper, all the other paperwork. Five years in a row, from 2022 to 2027, David Archuleta, every single Christmas for five years. Some, some regimes and systems, government systems, have something called a five-year plan. Yeah, I'm quite familiar with that. So is David Archuleta. We're doing five freaking Christmases at the... How many does the conference center even seat? Man, I, I think I should... I, I should know this, but I don't know this. I don't. I know it's less than 40,000. Um, but I don't really know. Is it 23,000? We won't know. Conference center, we won't know. But it's sold out every single Christmas. Even if it's a free concert. I mean, it's standing... Hey, the green light's on, standing room only. Red light's on. Well, fine. You guys want to play hardball? Fine. We'll just take the Mormon tab Tabernacle Choir over to Vegas then. And we'll do the shows over there for the rest of the other three Christmases we got lined up. If you guys don't want to give us some of that cake... Oh, no. Keep it all for you. No, keep it all for you. We'll take it to Vegas. It's in the contract. You should have read the contracts. Hey, David, Davey, get in the trailer. I gotta talk. I gotta talk to this guy. I become David Archuleta's road manager. I become his uh, stage manager. I become his producer. I mean, I'm controlling every single aspect of David Archuleta's life for his own good. I'm looking out for his best interest. Nah, I, I, it probably wouldn't be too intrusive of a business partnership. I mean, I'd probably start texting him around September. And I'd be like, hey, Davey, what's up, man? You uh, getting ready? You practicing those Christmas songs or what? And he'd be like, yeah, bling. He'd text me back, like, before, I'm even, before I even hit send, he's already answering back. Because he's that kind of person. I bet you he answers texts, like, immediately. He never just lets him sit or, like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you know he sees the text immediately as soon as he gets it he's already got a reply and it's not just some template reply either it's a thoughtful real thoughtful reply so around september i'd start texting him like hey man those uh, those demos you sent me that's not i'm not hearing platinum i'm not hearing any platinum records so i it's september we got we got 90 days <laughs> Archuleta, look, I'm trying to get you on a special thing with Spotify for Christmas. So we're selling out Salt Lake. We're going to go to Vegas now. And we're taking the Mormon Tabernacle Choir with us. Don't try and get out of it, Archuleta. You signed the contracts. Now that's where we're going is Vegas. And you better start singing a little bit better now. You got 90 days. I, I want to hear platinum records. And then I'd hang up. Well, that pretty much covers all the bases, doesn't it? I mean, is this the fourth dimension or is this the third segment still third segment? Just getting into the longer third segment. Okay. All right. That's all right. I saw Mama Deer and her babies earlier. I think I disclosed that to you guys all. That first 
segment was so boring and awful. Man, what an embarrassment. That's the first segment of this episode is one of those. Yeah, I'm a little bit embarrassed about that for sure. Well, I, I like to say that I'm all about quality and that I put some effort into it and I'm not going to put my name on it unless... And it's like that first segment was pretty fucking shitty, man. Well, dude, if he wanted to, I mean, he could retire early. Or just let's, let's build a studio. David, I got us... I already got us a condo. I'm already renovating it, turning it into a studio. I'm soundproofing it. David, what's going on? Talk to me. I just got us a party bus to Vegas. I just booked the party bus to Vegas. David, you still not drinking beers? You still not drinking? All right. Well, I'll get make sure that your your trailer, your tour bus, has got a bunch of Shirley Temples. Roy Rogers, Shirley Temple. Dude, I like Shirley Temples. They're good. Same with Roy Rogers. How old am I? Nah, you could buy Shirley Rogers, Shirley Temple for uh, five cents. You could buy Roy Rogers for about ten and a dime or nickel. Never thought I'd see the country in as bad a shape that it's in now to where it's like, I gotta start shaking down Archuleta, you know? I gotta, I gotta make sure, I gotta start keeping Archuleta on track and it's like, whoa, like David, hey man, David, I've, have you been drinking caffeine? Have you been drinking Coca-Cola Classic at all? Diet Coke? Coke Zero? Pepsi Max? You've been drinking Pepsi Max? Ah, David Archuleta, Pepsi Max. No, we'll get you, we'll get you better before the Vegas show for Christmas. Let me make some phone calls. Hang on. Well, how bad is it? I mean, I don't know. It's Max. He's Pepsi Max. How much? Two liters a day? Two liters a day. Easy. One sitting sometimes. One sitting sometimes. So then all of a sudden, like, the world's gone into shambles because now... David Archuleta is like, let himself go. He's like, it's no good. David Archuleta. He got so into into the fame and fortune after he got back from leaving all the fame and fortune I get him on this meal ticket freaking I get him on a meal ticket mission there's only one of him so I'm wishing freaking competition but I got five Christmas concerts in Salt Lake City and then we run into some hiccups two years into it realizing like how much money we got how much money this kid can make. We turn him into a cage fighter too, um, if the singing doesn't work out. Yeah, right, he's got a good voice. Yeah. I, I really love to capitalize on him for Christmas here. <laughs> Just kidding, yeah. When I'm done with uh, trying to coordinate a freaking date with Lana Del Rey, all the riddles that they keep freaking emailing me, I'd have to keep solving and cracking. Once I'm done with that, um, I should have enough I could pencil you in it probably will be around September by the time we, I get anywhere with this so yeah probably um, is it Labor Day? it's Labor Day right? yeah probably Labor Day Labor Day weekend it's like flying over to one of Lana's shows it's like a blind date 
go backstage. Like, it's kind of loud out there. I hope you're wearing earplugs. I don't like him. Send him back. Jump on a plane. Fly back to Salt Lake. There's a layover before we get there. So there's a layover in Dallas. Plane takes off without me in Dallas. I was paying attention. They left me. Start trying to text Lana. Like, hey, babe. The freaking plane left me. I'm in Dallas. She doesn't text back. All right, fine. I got other opportunities too. Hit up David Archuleta. Start managing him. Christmas time, just five once. Um, I'm only gonna be a pain in your neck for three months out of the year. One quarter of the year, I'm gonna just text you a few times in September. Send me some demos. Um, Hollow after Halloween, we'll get together and we'll start rehearsing. After Thanksgiving, we'll really get it together. We'll go on stage, we'll get it going. We'll figure everything out, the pyrotechnics, t-shirts, the hats, the sleeping bags. No, those are quality sleeping bags. Those, the $250 is a fair price for those sleeping bags. Get David to sign some of those sleeping bags. All to make her jealous. All to make Lana jealous. Then it works. And she's like, I want Bling as my boyfriend again. So go find him. Plane comes get me from Dallas, from Vegas, after the, it's after the last Christmas concert. We do, we do a few, we get started around the 17th or 18th of December. We do it for about a week. Um, there's two shows a night, except for Mondays and Wednesdays, but there's two shows a night on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, Saturdays. There's no shows on Sunday, no. Mm -mm. There's zero shows. That is the Sabbath. And that's, he... Well, that's, we do have what's called a Christmas, like, dedication. Uh, we could get him in that, yeah, get him in a dedication. Devotional, no, devotional. All right, so we do have a few shows on. Looks like we got some more tickets. Fresh tickets. Sunday show just announced. Sunday show just announced. Get your tickets here. David Archuleta tickets here. Like David, why are you getting nervous, man? I don't like it when you. I don't like it when you get all more clammy and awkward like this and sweaty and clammy hands. I don't like this. I'm getting very pale. In the face, what's going on? You're looking flush, David Archuleta. I know you're not, I know it's not stage fright. He's gonna have some reservations about performing on a Sunday. And I'm like, you know, that's up to you, man. <laughs> that's your call. I, you know, that's up to you. I got a lot of t-shirts out there. I got a lot of hats. Um, you signed those sleeping bags, right? You got those sleeping bags signed earlier? Yeah, I got those sleeping bags out there. But, hey man, if you want to let everybody down um, and disappoint every, your fans, you want to let your fans down, then yeah, don't perform on Sunday. No, I think, I think I'd have to do it a lot more delicately than that. I, I know, I know, I know Archuleta pretty well. And we almost got in a fight in front of the temple, Salt Lake City Temple. So I know him pretty well. 
especially after we've done like two tours in Salt Lake, two Christmas tours in Salt Lake, and then the next one in Vegas, and we're going to go back to Salt Lake for the third, like because just on just on Sunday, because of breach of contract, which is still in litigation, the more billable hours, I know. So I get it. It's stressful. I mean, to perform on a Sunday like that and on, on such short notice when you're a superstar of the caliber that Bugs. And I have to take all that into account. I mean, I can boss him around. I can um, maybe roughhouse a little bit too hard, jab him, get a couple rabbit punches in a little bit too fast. But we're gonna sell. We're gonna sell some downloads, and we're going to sell some sleeping bags, some signed sleeping bags, limited edition, one of a kind. Uh, well, we only released about 25 of these ones. That's a ribbed, we've got a, it's a weaved and ribbed, but I would really leave it up to David to make the decision on whether or not he wanted to perform on Sunday because he's a, he's a, as a Latter-day Saint, you know, that, the the temptation to perform on a Sunday versus uh, the righteousness of not performing. However, when you're faced with the dilemma of, but it's for your church that you're performing on Sunday. And we're not, there's no money changing in the temple really like at this time, but outside I've got the, at the merch table. So it's not money. There's no money changing. No, not, not. <clears throat> maybe a little bit, but just the merch tables outside at the most. It's Sunday and that's City Creek Mall is closed on Sunday. So no merch. Okay, fine. Fine, no merch tables on Sunday. And I have to realize that before I'm going to start talking to David, seriously. All right. I know it's difficult to deal with these tug-of-war of emotions. That it's easy to get caught up in this level of show business, especially when there's lots of expectations or exhausted. I mean, we signed these contracts, what, three years ago? And now here you are, like a superstar again, um, surpassing Bieber, uh, Billboard number one. Like we didn't, like I just wanted to, I just wanted to sell some Christmas albums, right? I just wanted to get Mariah Carey there on the fifth year. All I want for Christmas is you, starring David Archuleta, Mariah Carey, the Salt Lake City, fifth extravaganza annual extravaganza David Archuleta Christmas and that's what I was going at like that's honest pure intentions the sleeping bags too those royalties but you're back on the radio uh, you're streaming all the time now and you're busy 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 in the studio recording and now it's like you're torn between 
making the righteous decision and then also doing what you think is right. No one's gonna be mad at you. If you decide to call the show off tonight, cancel the show, it's fine. Think about it. Think about all the times that you've not really wanted to perform, you just weren't feeling it, not a good vibe. You just performed the show two hours before, you gotta sing it again. But at the end of the night, when you're shaking everyone's hands and getting pictures and signing, signing those sleeping bags at the cash table only, um, doesn't that feel good at the end of the night? Like just you finished up with it and you completed it? Anyway, you take your time. I'll go get some sandwiches. I'll bring them in. Um, unless you have a special request. No cloven hooves. You got it. Here's some juice. I got you some uh, coconut water too as well. Some plain water if you want sparkling water. Um, there's some Alka-Seltzer if you want to take that. Chips and salsa, chips and guacamole, some rice. Um, what else is, looks good? And of course, the, the no cloven hooves sandwich. Uh, we got a salmon sandwich. I think, yeah. All right, David. Well, I hope I hope you make the right decision. I know you will. Um, eat up, relax, and just let me know within the next 45 minutes <laughs> or else. That's it. That's it. That's this Bling Vera podcast. That's the most I can do right now. Um, we're headed back to the studio. It is 11.50 a.m. market time. The S&P 500 is, I don't know, but if I had to guess... It's got to be down, I don't know, probably about 12 points right now. So it's probably been going up. It's, yeah, it's doji candle all day. They're going to let it drop the last 90 minutes. Um, that's it. That's it. That's your Justin Bieber, David Archuleta feud. I met Justin Bieber a long time ago, too. Um, not. No, I never actually did. Was it true that I met David Archuleta or not? Dude, we could sell some records. That's what I know. Hey, it's Mark Fish, Matt Fish. Oh, hey. Doing a wheelie. Matt Fish. We're from Peoria, Illinois, man. We got some, we got some canary yellow bikes. Canary yellow Harley Davidson, man. Rev your engines up real high. And do a wheelie in one of these babies. Peeling out all sorts of smoke and dust, man, and just like making all sorts of noise on this canary, playing a, a Fender Telecaster Canary Yellow Telecaster Deluxe on a Strat Canary Yellow Stratocaster Fender. We're gonna be riding on these yellow Harley Davidsons, man. We're gonna just be riding and jamming. Dude. We're gonna be jamming, man. Oh, here's those deer bones, if anyone's interested. Um, there's bones right here. I, I can. It's kind of a harder uh, dirt. So we'd have to get it, we'd have to wait till after it rained, if that's all right. I mean, if we want to do it here, I guess you could flood it, but you know, I don't know how much production you guys want to do. But I think the first three failed, and, but this is the bones. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest.